Hey guys, in this episode, I had the pleasure of chatting with Kareem, aka at Fresh Raver, whose viral video of him putting deodorant on people at festivals turned into a charity-driven initiative. I'm really excited to share his story and the upcoming events he's working on for some incredible causes, so let's get into it. Alrighty, welcome back to Rave Culture Cast, your weekly guide to the EDM community, music festivals, and more. I'm your host, Emma Capotis. Thank you all so much for checking out this week's episode. I hope you all are having a very good week so far. Guys, we're almost through February. What the hell? <laughs> it is so crazy. Just to give you guys some updates, I just had a birthday, which was very exciting. I turned 29. The next one's going to be a big one, which will be very exciting. But I am feeling, um, frankly, very refreshed, very excited. Uh, festival season is creeping closer for me. I have my first festival, Ultra Miami, coming up in just under a month. So I am very excited and I've been very excited about the content that we've been working on lately and the podcast. So thank you all for checking it out. Um, before we get into everything, and I introduce today's episode and the interview that we have. Uh, just a couple quick announcements. Um, of course, you guys, please take a second today to rate and review on iTunes. Uh, subscribe over on my YouTube channel. It's just under my name, Emma Capotis. I have a full Rave Culture Cast playlist over there if you guys want to watch the episodes and the interviews. And on social media, you can follow at Rave Culture Cast and at Emma Capotis to stay in the loop with everything. Um, you guys can also always email me, Rave Culture cast at gmail.com that is raveculturecast at gmail.com with any episode suggestions people you want me to interview feedback all of that my door is always open so feel free to reach out to me over there uh upcoming submissions that i'm looking for so the next thing i really wanted to chat about that you guys have expressed some interest in is ground control and volunteering at music festivals so for starters if any of you listening have worked as ground control or have volunteered at a festival i'm gonna keep this open so it can be you know the medical program or again you know EDC Las Vegas has ground control where you're just walking around and you're making sure people are okay whatever it was I would love to hear your stories what was the experience like for you um, any crazy stories you have or any memorable moments I'm sure there you guys see a lot between the events that happen at a festival and all the time you spend there so I would love to hear your stories. So again, please email me, raveculturecast at gmail.com with your ground control confessions. That's what we're calling it. Up next is tickets. So you guys, I'll really quickly touch on this. I am selling tickets. I am a promoter with Pollen. Izu tickets just went out on sale. So if you guys need, please hit me up for those. I'm selling also Ubby Dubby, Phoenix Lights, Lightning in a Bottle, Ever After, Elements Lakewood, Camp Nowhere, Escapade, Voodoo Festival, Shaky Knees, Shaky Boots, Sunset Music Festival, just to name a whole bunch. I also have a ton of events in Brooklyn and New York City. So some of those include express entry, discounts, um, deals, money off. So yeah, feel free to DM me at Emma Capotis on Instagram. And last up is Listener of the Week, which I'm very excited for. So let's get into this segment. 
So you guys, if you are unfamiliar, every week I love to start out the episode by highlighting one of our listeners and just shouting them out for whatever reason. Um, I just want to, you know, give back to you guys. So I am actually very low on my nominations. I'm not very low. I ran out. <laughs> so I've been picking my own lately, but you guys, please email me your nominations. It can be a friend of yours, somebody you, you know that listens. Uh, it's really funny to see people's feedback and people will tag me that have been listener of the week and it was a surprise to them. It's such a cool feeling and I, I really like to make somebody's day. So I definitely need more nominations for that. But today I am shouting out one of our own, Erica, at Erica. I think it's Guidry, Guidry, so it's E-R-I-K-A-G-U-I-D-R-Y. Girl, thank you so much for supporting the podcast, for listening every week. Uh, I really appreciate you sharing it on your stories and tagging me in it. Um, It does not go unnoticed. I see you guys. I see all of your feedback. So thank you so much for being a part of the family. Your fitness photos are fucking fire. So keep that going. You're doing incredible. And yeah, Erica, your listener of the week. So thank you so much for being here. Alrighty, are you guys ready for today's interview? Because I am. (laughs) So again, this is one of those things where I I have been trying to make my way through the rave and festival community to a lot of the, the people or the personalities that really stand out to me. And again... I I just want there to be some aspect of it that's special and something people I want to share with you guys, people I think you should know about. So today's episode is no exception. Um, Last week, actually it should be two weeks ago at this point, we had on Manny, aka at Frisky Hug, who was fucking hysterical. We love Manny. He was great. He kept mentioning the Fresh Raver, which some of you guys may know him, some of you may not, but he's been getting bigger and bigger in this community and has made a big name for himself. So I was like, okay, I got to reach out to him. Uh, he and I have never met in person yet. I've just been familiar with his page and what he's been up to. So it was really cool to finally get to chat with him. And, you know, that's obviously a bonus of doing this podcast. I get to meet all these people in the community. So it's really, really cool. So anyway, let's take you back to the beginning. So today's episode, I really wanted to talk about somebody in this community who is going the extra mile and is giving back to different organizations. Uh, I don't think we've touched on, you know, different causes and different charities enough on this podcast. So that's something that I wanted to hit with this episode. So my guest today is the Fresh Raver at Fresh Raver. So he got his notoriety when a video of him went viral at Lost Lands and he was his face is hysterical. It kind of sells the whole video. You guys have to go look it up. But he basically is just like putting deodorant and swiping it up and down on different people's armpits in the crowd, which we have to say a big thank you to him because you guys should go back and listen to my festival etiquette video or podcast episode because you know, one of the main things is wear deodorant to a festival. You know, look out for the people around you so you're not smelling like ass and then we all have to suffer. (laughs) So, you know, he's doing the good work out there, doing his thing. This video goes viral and now it's like blown up into something much bigger than him. So that's pretty much what we're going to talk about. I kind of wanted to know like how this all happened and how he got to the point now where he is throwing events, you know, and all of the proceeds are going to different charities and causes. His most 
recent one is going to be happening on February 28th. It's in Boston. The details are on his Instagram page. And all of the proceeds are going to suicide prevention, which is really incredible. He also hosts deodorant drives at festivals. So at Imagine Music Festival, for example, they had, I think it was a couple drop-off points outside the festival. And you could bring deodorant and donate it. So sometimes it goes to homeless shelters, all different kinds of things. So he's doing really incredible things. And today you get to meet him and hear his story. So I think I've teased plenty enough. Uh, Could not be more supportive of what he's building. And again, just like it's a perfect example of how incredible the people in this community can be. So let's get into this episode, you guys. This is Kareem, aka The Fresh Raver. Hi, how are you? I'm good. It's nice to officially meet you. Nice to officially meet you too. Thank you for having me. Of course. Yeah, I know. You're very busy. Well, thank you so much for doing this. I'm excited to share your story with the Rave Culture Cast audience and just to get to know you a little bit better because I've obviously been following your your page for a little while now and I'm familiar with what you do, but I kind of want to know like the whole background and promote any of the fun events that you have coming up as well. So to get started... Could you just take us back a little bit and just tell us a little bit about yourself, where you're from, what you do, um, and how you got into the festival scene initially? So I'm um, I'm from Boston. Um, I'm born and raised. I mean, on my day my day job, I do sales for a market research company. Okay. But and historically, when I when I went out, I was um, I, I was into a lot of different types of music. But you're probably more likely to find me at like a reggae or rap show. And then when I was uh, 25 years old, I actually went to my first uh, pretty late starter. Um, essentially, what happened was uh, I think I went to a couple, and I took a year off. And then all of a sudden, uh, 2017, I think it was, I started going to a bunch. I you know had a new friend group and whatnot, and then they would bring me out to a lot of shows. So that's how I got into Cool. Okay. So I was talking to Frisky Hug. He was on the episode this week, and I know you guys just went to Shaq's event together, and he kept yeah. mentioning you in the vlog. So I was like, okay, you have to be the next person. <laughs> <laughs> that's perfect yeah we had a blast yeah it was fun well because he was saying so you have a full-time job right everything else you do is on the side yeah yeah so uh full-time job and then um i do these uh fresh rave shows on the side they're they're charity events so we raise money for charity each month we're picking a different charity this year uh mm-hmm. to, to donate money to so the last one last month was tour uh, the Australian bushfire relief. And then this one, this month is for what we're donating towards suicide uh, prevention. Wow. Okay. That's so cool. So how, one, I'm curious how you pick the different charities, but just to go back to the very beginning, when was the first time you like put deodorant on somebody else at a festival? How did this start? That's, uh, I, I'm getting the years confused now because <laughs> it's been more than one. It's, it, it goes back to, it was Izu. The year this all came out last night, so 2018, my friend, uh, you know, I started bringing deodorant with me and I went to a festival, you know, Izu with my buddies Mm -hmm. and he saw me put some on and then he asked me for some and, you know, I just, rather than give it to him, I put it on it myself and that was the, uh, that goes, that's the first application uh, I ever, ever did. uh, yeah, and I think I read now you keep two sticks on you, right? One for you, one for. So, so after that incident, uh, not incident, whatever you want to call it, um, yeah. it basically, uh, you know, I personally, what most people don't know, I, I don't really like sharing my deodorant. So mm-hmm. after that happened, uh, but I didn't want to say no to him. So <laughs> I think it was the next day or the next festival. I forget how it goes, but it uh, essentially I started bringing tube sticks. So mm-hmm. when I, whenever someone would ask me when they'd see me putting it on, I would 
you know, go and grab the other one and give it to them. So. Right, right, right. You're doing the good work, so we appreciate you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's definitely um, the community stick has gone to good use. And so. Yeah, hundred percent. No, it's a necessity. I did an episode like way back, almost a year ago, about like festival etiquette, and that's like one of the number one things people would wear, wear deodorant. Yeah, yeah, yeah like help each other cool. out. Oh my god! But um, so when when did you realize it was becoming like a thing, and like when did you start to brand yourself as Fresh Raver? Well. So there was there was no fresh raver until the, that the uh, I'm sure most people would probably have seen the um, Lost Lands video. The, that's the mm-hmm. first video that pretty much came out. So what what happened was you know it was getting like millions of views, and I was uh, I started getting a lot of like friend requests on my personal account, and I don't really do a lot of rave stuff on my personal account. If anyone's you know seen it, it's it's more of like my family and whatnot. So I essentially created this altar, you know, whatever to for people to to you know, follow me with that's, you know, actually relevant stuff. Well, no, yeah, because a lot of the, it's so funny because I, I was saying to Manny, I was like, I know people by their Instagram names, but not their actual names now because some of these people have these personalities that are like, that's what people know them for. You've also had the opportunity to put deodorant on some artists now at this point too, though, right? I've yeah, I think the, uh, the official account is, is about a um, hundred. DJs. Okay, I thought maybe yeah. like 15. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it, the, the number um, from like January to September, it was probably like a few DJs a week. It was, it was crazy. Uh, okay. Uh, What's that experience been like? <laughs> it's been cool. It's been really um, humbling to um, meet all the, you know, people I've been, you know, crazy about in terms of uh, DJs and whatnot. And you get to see, you know, how people really are in person. And, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes they are what you expect sometimes they're not what you'd expect so it's, right. it's been really interesting to see the side that you know i never expected to be able to see so sure well i know i saw you you met Shaq, right and you were like on yeah. Stage with him. yeah that, that was crazy yeah so well, how did that happen following since i was a kid yeah so that's that's uh that's that's really uh sometimes i i, I think i'm like dreaming and i'll yeah. wake up at some point and it's just it's, more crazy dream so well it's like great i mean if he wasn't a dj and didn't go down this whole like second career that opportunity like would not have happened i don't think i've seen him play yet how are his sets he's good i like it i like i like he, he, he goes hard and he's he's really good i it, but a lot of people like downplay it and say like press play i don't know i i saw him up there it looked like he was he was doing the knobs i'm actually learning at dj a little bit right now and uh Right. You know, learning what the knobs do and all that stuff. So I, I you know, before maybe I couldn't tell, but now I'm starting to be able to tell. And it looks like he's actually DJing. But I, I think I saw something. He's been DJing for like over 20 years now. So he's uh, maybe not dubstep, but um, other types of music. Yeah. Okay. Wait. So let's talk about. So now you're gonna DJ your first show, right? Yeah. So I've been practicing for like the last six weeks now, and yeah, the show's in two weeks from tomorrow. So. Okay. I I hope I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> is this something people can buy tickets to? Because I was going to say that yeah. comes out the 26th, so it's right before. It's yeah, so it's the 28th. So yeah, if this comes out the 26th, so it'll be um, in Boston. It's at Sonia, uh, which is in Cambridge, and you can buy tickets. Just you can go to my Facebook page or my Instagram. It's in the link uh, in the bio, and uh, yeah, all the proceeds go to uh, the uh, suicide prevention. So you know, I don't uh, I don't make any money from this. The DJs that I'm bringing out, uh, they're not making any money from this. They're all donating time. So it's really just a collective effort to just get people to 
together to uh, have fun. You know, I like to say, you know, I guess, uh, headbanging for a good cause. Yeah, I <laughs> love that. Well, one, I think it's awesome that you guys are doing that. Um, I hope to see more events like this. And it's really cool to see people in the community starting to throw their own shows. I feel like that's like the next thing, because I know the Festival Finesse has started to do that, um, more dubstep mm-hmm. and rhythm shows in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty cool. But um, are you going to be doing dubstep as you're, like, what do you perform as? I know that's the music you like to listen to. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'll, uh, you know, I'll tailor it to the crowd. So it's going to be, you know, all, all bass heads in the crowd. But, I mean, I like all types of music. But, um, you know, mm-hmm. it, it, for, for this show, it's going to be a, definitely a dubstep set. Your set? Okay, that's yeah. awesome. Are these, like, friends of yours in the community, too, that are DJing? Or? Uh, at the show, no. So we have um, Infinite. He's, he's from Calgary. He's coming out. Cool. And then Pixel Terror. They're coming out from LA. Nice. Um, AG, he's he's local, but um, he actually just had uh, Excision had that big uh, big show in Seattle or, or in Washington, the opening of his uh, his big tour. Yeah. And uh, one of his songs that just came out a couple months ago was on on the opening set. So that was wow. pretty. Good. Yeah. Oh my god, I can't even imagine that feeling. <laughs> yeah, so the three of them, and then we have another uh, local uh, Ginger Low, and then we have a mixed competition where uh, people are going to vote on their favorite mixes, and then whoever wins that will get an opening set after me. I go first. Nice. Uh, <laughs> I'm putting myself at the very beginning, so if uh, anything happens, you know, hopefully yeah. I don't screw yeah. up, but not, not many people will be there to see it. So. Stress-free after that, and then you can start yeah. or something. <laughs> yeah, warm up first, you know. Oh, that's awesome. So now, okay, so you have a couple things going on. You have the shows going on, and then you also have the deodorant drives at festivals too, right? That people can come and bring deodorant. Yeah. Yep. And, um, so, so we're, we're doing that. I haven't planned my festivals, um, yet, so I'm not sure where I'm going to be at, but uh, I've actually been having some people reach out from different, that are running different shows that want to do deodorant drives even where I'm not there. So okay. actually I think next week, which I think will be, um, after the day of that, that you release this, uh, there's, I think a show, a moonrise pre-party. Okay. where uh, they're going to be collecting deodorant, you know, a fresh raver deodorant drive, but it's going to be the first one where I'm not there. So hopefully if we do that, then it's, you know, we can yeah. collect a lot more. No, I think it's such a cool thing to do because I know I, at Imagine Music Festival, you had one. I didn't get to run into you there, but um, I think it's just a cool aspect to have because I think some of these music festivals don't necessarily have the charity aspect to them and they really could. So it's cool that you're getting people involved in the community. I've I've done these charity things in the past before before the rave scene and it's not easy to get people involved. I mean, people say they want to get involved and they mm-hmm. always you know say good things about charity, but it's one thing for people to say something; it's another thing to actually see people act on it and right. actually participate and donate. You know, people in this scene has been coming out on numbers, and you know, even when I don't advertise a deodorant drive, people if they know I'm going to be somewhere, they'll bring me deodorant still. So Hi. it still happens, and it's it's really it's really cool to see how how into it people get and how much they want to help out no it's cool i definitely think this is the right community for that but were you were you always involved in like charities and volunteering or is this something that's like come to Uh, you later in life (laughs) no i've i always um like when i do rap shows they they would have a charity component too like um like the last one i did we were donating to like um like under privileged kids yeah. engineering it's like so and then before that we were donating to uh the new england center for uh homeless veterans you know the show we're trying to raise like at least five thousand dollars for this month at the show so wow that's crazy oh my god now that you're doing all this stuff like obviously on the side of your full-time job is it just like 
growing for you and how are you managing handling yeah <laughs> yeah honestly it's it's become a little overwhelming um yeah. like for, for example the charity side finding time to get the deodorants to the charity uh or to the homeless shelters is, is just like an extra not an extra job but it's extra time that you know um, yeah. sometimes I, I don't have as much of so i i think really if this thing grows i'll need to grow the volunteer base you know i have people that are always offering to help but I guess I never coordinate enough to um, try and get people together to really actually do it. So I'm, sure. you know, I've been operating pretty, you know, um, you know, people are donating, but in terms of coordinating, everything has been pretty much myself. So mm -hmm. I, um, I think it's, it's getting to the level where I, yeah, I'll need some support if it's to get any bigger, just because, sure. you know, until I'm doing something like this full time, which, you know, I'm not sure it's, 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 you know, within the year or anything like that, you know, okay. I want to continue having that impact, right? So I mm -hmm. want to come up with a sustainable way to do it. Sure. No, it is. It's like a full-time job, honestly. And like what you're doing is obviously helping the community. So it's hard. Is your background, did you say what your job was again? I'm sorry. Uh, sales. So I'm, I'm, yeah, sales. So I'm good at um, okay. like selling stuff. So, um, you know, shows and, and tickets and stuff like that is right, right. Uh, right where I feel comfortable. So it's, it's, uh, but doing these fresh raves has really fit in really well into, you know, my previous skill sets, I guess. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. I know. It's like, because sometimes these things just happen. Like, I feel like when you first did that, you didn't know it was going to grow into this. And it sort of just like snowballs into something that's now like bigger than you are. And obviously yeah. you want to help. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I want to, I want to keep it going. So I'm trying, yeah, it's definitely um, something, but like I said, there's, there were so many people that have messaged me just randomly, like people I don't know. And they're like, if you ever need help with anything, I really want to help. I love what you're doing. And you know, I, I, you know, I'm like, Oh, thanks. You know, I'll let you know. And then I forget about it or something like that. So I think it's, yeah. I, I think there's there's people that want to get involved, so I just need to you know coordinate it. I guess is the is the best way to I think keep it going. Well, you're definitely doing something right because I've gotten so many requests to have you on here. Yeah. <laughs> it's all the time, and everyone's like, "At the Fresh River, please have him on." I was like, "It can happen, don't worry." Oh, uh, that's exciting when. Uh, when yeah. man said he was coming onto your show, I uh, I was like, oh, that's cool. And then I was like, I was like, I wonder if she's she'll uh, she'll she'll ask me to be on it. And then I think uh, like right after it happened, so I was like, oh, perfect. So. <laughs> I know, I'm like working my way through the group. I got Amanda. I'm I honestly like for this, I'm just trying to pick people in the community that I that I think have a story and are starting to grow their brand and are doing really cool things. And I'm kind of focusing on that more so than like trying to reach out to artists or anything. Because I want this to be more about the people actually in the community. And it's been really cool just to like meet people that I've been familiar with online and hopefully I'll see you out at a festival this year too. <laughs> Yeah, no, this this is really cool. I think um, it's it's. Uh, I'll, I'll actually I want to go through your uh, your your recent episode with uh, with Manny because I'm sure like I spent oh. the weekend with, but it's probably a lot of stuff I don't even know about him. And I'm like, oh okay, <laughs> like I didn't know oh, that. Much. Yeah, no, he's all over the place. That was definitely my most R-rated episode today. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, do you do you know your festival schedule yet for the year? I, I think it's reaching out to these festivals to see which ones actually want to get involved with the drives. Cause I, you know, there's been a few times where there's a festival I want to go to, but there's another big one that says they want to do a drive and the other one didn't respond. So I'll go to the one that says they want to do the drive just, you know, because right. uh, you know I can do both at the same time, which would be great. So I'll uh, actually have to get on that and start reaching out to um, some of these people to see who's uh, who wants to participate. Sure. Yeah. 
Sure, sure. Yeah. And I'm sure like once you start building up that relationship with people, maybe they'll have you back year for year and stuff too. Yeah. Yeah. There's the ones I did last year. So I will have to, yeah, there are um, yeah, so many options. So I'll have to figure out, I got to come up with a good, good strategy so I could get as much deodorant as possible. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, I mean, last up, I'll let you go here, but um, what are you like the most excited about? Is it the next show coming up? Plug any other events you have? <laughs> Uh, actually what, what I'm most excited about, I'm going to be d- trying to do, um, some more videos, not quite like, kind of like what you're doing, but not so much like in a different like way, like creating like sketch mm-hmm. videos or something like that. So I'm trying to, I'm trying to test that out, um, and, and see how that goes. So I have some, some characters that I'm, that I'm fielding and nice. we'll see, we'll see, uh, We'll see how people pick up on that once I start trying that out. Yeah, no, go for it. I mean, TikTok's becoming a big thing. A bunch of people are getting on there. I know, I mean, obviously on YouTube, but that's definitely going to be the next kind of vibe. I've seen a couple of videos. It's so funny. I got kicked off TikTok. I started just posting (laughs) stuff from Instagram onto TikTok, like my videos from Instagram, and they kicked me off. I couldn't believe it. (laughs) Yeah, I've never been banned from anything, and I got banned from TikTok. I have a new one, but it's not at Fresh Raver like the rest of my accounts. It's like Fresh dot raver so that they would let me back in got it, got it okay yeah no it's like i was talking to manny about it last week it's one of these i can't figure out the platform like i i don't see any trends i can't figure out what's working and why like so i'm just posting whatever no, yeah it's, it's it's definitely new it's i think it was like mostly high school kids and yeah uh, now it's just starting to get up into the kids out of uh, people out of high school so you know i i haven't i have no idea how to use it either to be honest so yeah. we'll, we'll see <laughs> i know i was trying to record something today and it was like a lip sync thing. And I just gave up. I was like, I, this is so cringeworthy. I can't, I'm too old for this. Shit. <laughs> I can't do it. Yeah, no. Let's <laughs> uh, see how long TikTok lasts. Yeah, exactly. But no, thank you so much. Plug your social so everyone can find you. Yeah, uh, just at Fresh Raver for everything except TikTok. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll check out the show too if there are tickets. Yeah, yeah. so the Fresh Rave, if anyone's in Boston, uh, yeah. come out. It's uh, February 28th. It's a Friday. Um, yeah, everything goes, all the proceeds go to, uh, suicide prevention. So, um, hopefully it's, uh, this one will be a sellout that awesome. we're going for. Yeah, no, hell yeah. Thank you. Cool. So well, thanks for having yeah. me. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. It was awesome talking to you and I hope you have a great weekend. You too. Bye. <laughs> bye. Bye. Guys. Alrighty, you guys. Thank you so much to the Fresh Raver for coming on today's episode. It was really, really cool hearing about everything that he's got going on. And if you guys can make it out to that show in Boston, 10 out of 10 recommend, especially if you are a bass head. Uh, It sounds like it's going to be a really, really good time. So I hope some of you guys can get out there uh, and help support the cause that they have going on. And if not, just stay up to date with, again, his social media. Um, Like I said, A lot of the times they'll also have deodorant drives at some festivals. So it sounds like he's in the process of planning all that stuff out for this festival season. So give him a follow. Go show love. Go show support. Obviously, everybody that comes on this podcast, you know, we're a fan of. So I hope you guys really enjoyed this. Um, It's something we haven't really addressed yet. And I think... I just want to highlight more people who are doing good things in this community and giving back. And that's something I need to work on as well. So really, really happy that we had him on today. And again, go show love and support. Okay, you guys, let's get into some EDM news. Uh, there's been a lot going on. I feel like with but between last week and this week, there's been some crazy stuff happening. So I want to hit on a few things here. 
Um, I, th- I think I pretty much touched on this, but if you guys didn't know my festival schedule for this year, the next ones are Ultra Miami, Ubby Dubby, and then pretty sure I'm doing GovBall, and then Electric Forest is my big one for the year. So those are the next four coming up. I'm definitely going to have meetups at most of these, if not all of them. So I hope I see you guys out and about at one of the festivals. That'll be really fun. But okay, so first news is actually about Ultra Miami. So they had posted a couple things on social media. Um, You're going to see this this year. This is like obviously going to be a huge deal. A lot of companies are starting to finally realize how big of an impact these festivals have on the environment. Uh, So a lot of them are going to be trying to be more environmentally friendly, eco-friendly, reduce pollution and make things more recyclable less waste. I think that's going to be a very common trend and for a good reason. So Ultra Miami is participating in this endeavor, if I guess you could say. So they are launching something called Mission Home. It says, in an effort to prevent pollution and preserve the natural elements of our home, we are excited to undertake these initiatives. Your mission has only just commenced. Stay tuned for more information on how you can be a part of Mission Home this March. So what I have so far in the post here. It says new this year. Throughout the festival, you'll learn about the sensitive wildlife and ecosystems of Biscayne Bay and what we can do to protect them. You'll be able to collect recyclable items from the grounds and turn it in for awesome prizes in the Eco Village at the Clean Vibes Trading Post. Back and better than ever, leave no trace. Disturbing free pocket ash trees, working working with naturalists to educate us on local wildlife, vegetation, and ecosystems. So that's all stuff that's going on. Uh, Educating staff and vendors on environmental initiatives and working with experts on noise mitigation and much more to come. You guys can register to help with Mission Home. It's ultramusicfestival.com slash volunteer. So there you go. That ties into the beginning of the episode. If you guys want to volunteer, I'm sure there's opportunities to, to help out there. So... I'm big on the leave no trace thing, 100%. There's nothing grosser than the amount of bottles and just garbage on the floor at a festival. Like, I've seen with my own eyes a girl at Governor's Ball just walking in the grass in the open. There's garbage cans around, and she just drops her water bottle on the ground. The f- Who raised you? Don't do that shit. Walk the extra 10 feet or whatever it is to a garbage can. Like, it's just so not cool. It's one thing when, like, you're in a packed crowd. I've done this. I'm guilty of this. And you put a bottle down on the ground. But, like, at this point in time with your gum, candy, like, whatever it is, just put it in your hydration pack or put it in your bag and throw it out later. Please stop throwing things on the floor, you guys. Especially the gum because all of us have fucking stepped in that shit. So, anyway... Really cool that Ultra Miami is doing that. More to come there. What else do we have? Um, Okay, Dirty Bird. If any of you guys are a big fan of Dirty Bird Records label, which I am very much so, uh, it's Claude Von Stroke's label. Who's on that? You have a couple artists. I think you have like Justin Martin, Justin J, Sheba San, Eats Everything, Jay Phillip, Cats and Dogs, Reva Star, a whole bunch of artists. I've gotten way more into Dirty Bird within the past year. Um, I love when they do like Dirty Bird takeovers at festivals and then you can expect all of their artists to be at a stage. They did that at Imagine Music Festival and it was such a good time. I was hung out a lot there. So anyway, 
they it's their 15 year anniversary which is really cool so they are having more events uh their flagship events are the dirty bird camp out and then they have like barbecue shows which are like one-off shows they have one in june for example in brooklyn so it sounds like they're adding two new events one is a camp in which is really cool it's taking place in orlando florida september 4th to the 7th which i believe is labor day weekend that's the same weekend as electric zoo and it's also a home base event so i think i've spoken about home base a couple times but they're basically like a music festival resort so i believe they are going to have um a hotel takeover if you guys want to stay at home base and then attend camp and so it's they're going to be associated somehow anyway uh and then another one it said birdhouse festival in la will carry on the baton passed by its flagship chicago event for a gathering at exposition park may 9th and 10th so we have some new events in the Dirty Bird label family, which is really cool. Okay, some news on the Spring Awakening front, because we haven't heard much. It's been crickets. (laughs) So I was reading in the news lately, um, Live X Live acquired React Presents and Spring Awakening. So on edmidentity.com, it says Chicago-based event promoter React Presents and their biggest festival, Spring Awakening, has been acquired by digital media company Live by Live. So basically what this means is it's under new ownership. So a, lo- a lot of you guys have mentioned Spring Awaken to me. It's been on my bucket list. I've really wanna, wanted to attend it because I haven't done a festival in Chicago and I've heard it's like a fun EDM festival. However, I have had feedback from people saying it's not the most organized And I feel like this is a perfect example. Like it usually takes place in June and we haven't heard a peep about the festival. There have been no announcements, nothing. So it's probably because all of this has been happening. Who's to say if it'll happen this year, if they'll take a break because it has been acquired by a new company. I'm going to be following this very closely. Um, Unfortunately, at this point, I have events in early June, so I don't think I'd be able to make it this year. But I have heard good things. I would hope that they bring it back and do it like bigger and better than ever. But I will keep you guys posted on what happens with that. And then in other festival news, Electric Zoo and Mysteryland promoters just recently announced a mega partnership. So what this means is... I'll read this from edmtunes.com. The Netherlands-based IDT, the world's largest electronic music promoter, and then New York's-based Made Event... Made event puts on Electric Zoo. They have publicly announced a partnership focused on pushing each other's events on a global scale. IDT's resume has events such as Awakenings, DEFCON 1, Mysteryland, Amsterdam, Open Air, and Sensation. Major festivals in Europe. A lot of those are extremely popular. And obviously, Made event puts on Electric Zoo, which is New York and probably the Northeast's biggest festival, I would say, at this point. So anyway, under this new deal, it says Made Event and IDT will continue to push Electric Zoo while expanding Maid's influence to the New York area, effectively making each other international. So it says that they share the same vision. We both believe in high quality experience, want to bring the best music to the market. So I guess I'm just really interested to see what this partnership means like does that mean electric zoo is going to go global because that would be really fucking cool and does that mean that some of these events under idnt like awakenings and defcon one like are any of those possibly able and mystery land like mystery land was in the united states and that's one of those festivals that went to the graveyard so i hope it means both things festivals are growing tickets are selling faster than ever it's crazy i think there's 
opportunity for new experiences and new festivals. So I'm really curious to see what that partnership does. Anyway, you guys, I think that's everything. So we made it to the end of the episode, you guys. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate you guys being here. Again, huge shout out to The Fresh Raver. Go follow and support at Fresh Raver and check out his event coming up on February 28th in Boston. You guys, if you have some time today, I would absolutely love it if you would rate and review on iTunes, uh, subscribe on Spotify or wherever you guys are listening, and also on my YouTube channel, Emma Capotis. What's up, YouTube fam? I'm waving at all of you right now. (laughs) You guys can turn on the um, post notification bell there as well if you want to be notified every time that I upload over there. And of course, you guys can follow along with us on Instagram and on Twitter at Emma Capotis and at Rave Culture Cast. And lastly, send in your nominations for Listener of the Week. And for any ground control or volunteer submissions, stories, experiences, um, yeah, send those in to raveculturecast at gmail.com. And I cannot wait to work on that episode for you guys. Really excited about that one. So I hope you all have an awesome, awesome week. Enjoy your weekend. I hope you have some fun plans. And I will be back next Wednesday with a new episode. Bye, guys. Yeah, 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 yeah,